Hey guys, welcome back to a new podcast episode. Okay, so I found something kind of interesting. Um, I don't know why, but I like, you know, obviously the Disney store is closing and I think tomorrow is my store's last day on the 23rd. Um, and the day after is my birthday. So yeah, exciting. I mean, exciting and sad, but um, wait, is that right? No, I'm sorry. Tomorrow is the 22nd. So the day after that is when it's closing. And then the day after that is my birthday. So yeah, um, but I was actually going through for whatever reason, I was going through uh, YouTube and I was just trying to see if there were any, I, I was making a video like last week about the Disney store and just little things that I could find like little fun facts about the store, not just my store, but or the store I live close to now. That This is my current Disney store. It's not the one I grew up with. But anyway, um, I just wanted to like see, cause you know, Disney's always about like, you know, advertising, right? They're all about like commercials. And I mean, I don't know how many of you guys grew up with or still see Disney commercials like on the regular when you're watching TV, even on like, you know, different services that you guys have. Like, I mean, on Disney Plus, obviously there aren't Disney commercials, which I mean, I could see that happening in the in the future, I guess. Like, like if you have the basic Disney Plus package, right? Like, I could easily see, like, I could see Disney coming out with a bundle package, like, like a, not a bundle, but like maybe a um, a cheaper package, if that makes sense. Like doing like a like seven, what I think the current price is like what seven ninety nine a month or whatever. Like, if they would have kept it that price, I could see them adding in like ads when you're watching your TV shows. So, like at the beginning of your TV show or the end, there'd be like this Disneyland ad or like maybe in the middle of it. Um, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I could see it is what I'm saying. Like if they kept the price the same, like that base price, they'd be like, okay, you guys want to pay the base price because I believe they're going up now in price. I think a way to keep that like the base price would be to add ads. I'm not saying they should. I'm saying that I can see them doing that if they were like to to be that way, you know, like, okay, well, in order for you to keep this base price that we originally started with, we're going to go ahead and throw in some like, you know, ads in like 30 second ad, 10 second, 30 second ads in there, whatever. Um, but yeah, anyway, like you see on television, you see tons of Disney ads. My dad watches ESPN all the time and there's always a Disney ad. Again, I know that's because like they're a Disney owned company, but still like there are still ads on TV, um, even on networks that don't, you know, that Disney doesn't own. So it was kind of weird to me to see that there's so many ads for like different things, but not Disney stores. I was really hoping to find like a really old school, like 80s Disney commercial for the, for the Disney store. And I could not find a single one. I'm not saying there aren't any in, in, in existence, but I think that if there were many in existence anyway, um, I would be able to find them on YouTube. I see Toys R Us commercials. There's, I just looked it up. There's countless Toys R Us commercials, which I mean, that makes sense. Like, But now that I think about it, I don't even remember seeing Disney store like commercials as a kid, right? I don't, I don't remember seeing any of those kind of things. Like, I know that there were Disney commercials for like, you know, toys and things like that at one point. You know, there are like McDonald's commercials for like Disney toys and stuff, but I don't think there were very many Disney store commercials, which is, I think, really weird because Disney loves to advertise their their products, right? They love to show you the parks whenever they can. Um, when I was young, like I, that's how I was introduced to Florida before going to Florida. I remember watching like Disney Channel and they would always talk about like the latest things going on in the parks or the newest park that they were going to open, the newest ride they were going to open, right? I grew up with that. And there are tons of like, not tons, but there are different Disney uh videos that I own that talk about uh, Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, um, 
uh, Hollywood Studios, um, Epcot, and then Disneyland and California Adventure. Like when they did a lot of the Disney sing-along songs and stuff, they were filming in the parks. So like the Christmas specials, they were filming in the parks. So it is really weird to me that they didn't utilize Disney stores in the same way. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I know that might be harder because it's in a mall and you were dealing with other, you know, outside properties and stuff. But I, I know that like they have done like special events in Disney malls where like Mickey will come and all that kind of stuff. But it is really weird to me that there isn't enough commercial advertisement for Disney stores and there never has been. And so I thought, I thought that was kind of weird. Like, just just curious. But um, I don't know if you guys know of any, like those of you who know who know me personally like let me know but I don't see any but yeah I was filming for um a sort of goodbye video that I wanted to do for the Disney store it ended up being really really short just because of the fact that like I I was only in there for a certain amount of time people had to shop get, get in and get out but yeah I just, I just wanted to see if there were any because like I said when I was growing up Disney store was like the place to be it was popping it was absolutely popping and like even now as an adult like going into that Disney store the line for that Disney store by the way was out the door which obviously it's gonna be because it's it's the ending but like i did kind of talk to certain people in line um the three times that i went um well granted the first time i went um out of the three times i've been there recently i didn't know the store was closing because that was like a little while ago and then when they announced the store was closing i was like i need to go so i went and then my friends called like hey let's go so i went again um and yeah it was it was it was a cool experience um but i talked to a lot of people in line and they were just saying like yeah, like, you know, for me, they, they felt the same as I did, which is like, yeah, there are other Disney stores in the district that we live in, but there's nothing like this store. Um, and I, for one, like, I have a good rapport with the cast members that work there. Some of them, the ones who've been there for years, know me and we've had conversations. And I was actually gonna work there not too long ago. Um, well, it was kind of long ago now, but not too long ago, I was gonna actually work there. And I kept really good, you know, ties with the manager and people who worked underneath her. And, you know, I, I've grown to really appreciate them. I know some of their stories, you know, some of, you know, their kids and things like that. And we've had conversations and it's just like, a lot of them are in a, at a really good place with closing, um, which I think that's awesome. I think that's, I think that's cool that so many of them have been there for so long that they're fine with the closure. Um, but a lot of guests were just like, yeah, it's gonna be really sad. You know, this is, this is a really happy place. They really feel that magic. And now Disney is actually announcing on April 30th, another re a reopening of the park. So that is very cool. Unfortunately, it's going to be all, um, I believe like virtual, like as in, you can't just go to Disneyland and purchase a day ticket. From what I understand, you can't do that. So you have to go online and make reservations. So it, it's going to be an adjustment. <laughs> it's going to be an adjustment. And I think that's also another sad thing about closing the Disney store during this time. It's like, you know, Disneyland is not going to be the same for quite some time, right? It's going to be exciting, fun. I'm not trying to, you know, put a damper on anybody's day. I am just as happy and excited as y'all are. I really, really, truly am. I love Disney. I miss Disney. My mother actually has like just recently addressed the fact that she loves downtown Disney, which I mean, I've, you know, you know, I, I've taken her a few times to Disneyland. She's enjoyed herself. Um, I think I can still count on like maybe, maybe both hands, maybe now both hands, how many times we've been there as like a family over the years. Um, maybe, um, I would say one hand, but I believe it's been about maybe seven, eight times at this point, maybe. Um, and that's in the parks included, but like, you know, downtown Disney, like she's really started to love it and she's doing more, she's out and about more. I'm really happy for her. I really, really am. I'm, I'm very proud of her actually. Um, 
but she loves going down there. It makes her happy. And that's, that's how I feel about it. Like, I'm just happy being there. It, like, I don't have to be inside Disneyland to have a great time, right? I just don't. I'm, even my dad was saying this morning, he's like, you're so obsessed with Disney. He always, like, tells me that and whatever. Deal with it. You live with me. Anyway, so, no, but, um, like, I, I absolutely love, you know, Disney. And it's great to see that she's, like, in those spirits and yeah we don't have to be inside the parks to have a good time at disney we could just go to some place disney and have a good time and that's what i'm talking about when i'm what i'm leading up to is it's sad that the disney store is closing um and i can see why there were so many people there because even though it's not disneyland it's still something disney right it's a little taste of disney when you can't just go to the parks especially now you know for a long while we won't be able to go the way we used to um and i believe the park is only opening up to california residents so that's that's it's not a bummer for me because i live in california but i can imagine it's a bummer for that guy that lives in arizona that lives in utah and i know there's questions of well how will people know you know if you don't live in california i'm pretty sure they're going to go buy your driver's license and or id i'm pretty sure i don't know i don't want to spread misinformation so you know you can do your own research on that but i'm assuming that's how they would do it to make statements like you know it's only open to ca residents you have to know you have to know that, right? You have to know where people are coming from. Um, but I have a lot of questions myself because again, I don't have very many answers. So my question is, you know, going forward, I know this has turned into this totally turned into something different. I, I guess I use the, the non-commercial thing as a starting point to have a conversation about Disney. We'll go there. Um, sure, sure, Jan. Anyway, so my question now that I have is when it comes to the making the reservation system, you know, Disneyland and Disney World obviously theme parks in general have passes, right? They have pass tiers. I've had passes at Knott's, Disney, Six Flags, and Universal all at the same time. Yes, I was that person. I had passes to all of them at the same time. Um, my Disney pass was always the highest. I always had the highest Disney pass, except outside of a premiere. I had a premiere pass, but I didn't use my premiere pass like like that. Like I, I bought a premiere one year to be bougie, and that was a mistake. <laughs> like, was it a mistake? Yeah, kind of, because I, I think I went to Disney World like out, I know. In fact, I didn't even go to Disney World at the time that I had that pass. So was it a mistake? Yes, absolutely, it was. But um, I've always had like a premium pass at Disney, a signature pass at Disney. I've always had those because I like making my own days. I like to just be able to go whenever I want to go and not being, you know, hoping that I have to look up my pass and see when I'm available to go. Right? I've always hated doing those kind of things. Like with Universal, Knots, and Six Flags, it was always fine for me because I didn't really care as much about those parts. Like there's not as much entertainment in those parts. Um, not that I don't not that I don't care for them. I like them all in their own own ways. Like Six Flags, Six Flags I go for the atmosphere. I don't really go on the rides at Six Flags. I'm just, I'm not that kind of person, girl. Like I'm just no, you're not strapping me into a roller coaster. It's not happening. Like you're just not. Like I get on Ninja. I've gotten on Goliath, I think, once. Um what is the one that has is Goliath the one with the huge drop? Cause if so, never again. <laughs> never again. Um, never again. Uh never again. <laughs> I actually went on full throttle. One of my last times that I went on full throttle and it was like, it was opening that weekend, I think or whatever. And I went on that one and that was really fun. I was so surprised. And um, I went on all by myself. Like normally I, I know you're, it's like, you're an adult. Of course you did. But no, like I go in like big groups of people. Right. And I didn't want to go with any of them. Like, I was like, I'm not going with any of you guys. Cause I feel like, like, 
I'm very vulnerable when I'm scared and I don't want someone making fun of me. Like if I'm, if I'm actually going through something and it's kind of like, you know, bothering me, I don't need to hear like people making fun of me, screaming and yelling. I've had that happen to me before and it was kind of traumatic and I'm like, nope, never again. So I, you know, cause I do things in my own time. And if I'm doing something because of peer pressure, I'm doing something and someone's giving me crap for doing it, you know, like, oh, you know, you're so scared, relax. It's like, don't tell me to relax, dude. Like, I don't do roller coasters, calm down. Like, it's, this is how I'm gonna be. Um, and that's what they're built for, right? They're built for you to be like excited and crazy and scream, which is another thing we'll get into in a minute. But um, yeah, like I went on full throttle by myself. I was having like a weird day and I felt so proud of myself too. Cause like I said, I don't get on much of Six Flags. I don't do Six Flags like that. Like I go to take pictures. Um, I I would say I go to a box Funko Pops, but I don't because I haven't like, in the time that I've created my channel, I, I haven't been back to Six Flags. Um, I did go with my Funko Pops a few times and took pictures with the heroes and stuff, but that was before my channel started. Um, so yeah, I, like, I, I don't unbox Funkos there, but I definitely would. And I might even consider going to Six Flags at one point once everything is like open to a bigger capacity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I keep it cute at, at Six Flags. Knots is kind of the same thing for me. I get on more at Knots for sure. But um, I don't really do too much there. Like it, it's it's not my place. I like knots. It's really cute. It's just not my place. Universal, I would say, is my second choice. I, it's not my favorite place at all. And and times I get kind of bored there. But it is it is cool. Like I like the Harry Potter part of the park. Um, I love the Mummy. The Mummy is my favorite ride outside of Disney. The Mummy is like my favorite ride. I love the Mummy. Um, Jurassic Park is cool. I've been on that. I like that ride. I've been on that a few times. In fact, no, I actually go on Jurassic Park every time that I go into um, Universal if it's open. And um, Transformers is fun. It, it, it's a chill ride. Uh, the tram, of course, you got to get on the tram. Uh, that's pretty much it for, for Universal. Like I said, I, I mean, I get on The Simpsons as well. Like it's just, it's it's a place i i don't dislike universal studios at all it's, it's cute um like i said it's my second favorite place to be and then there of course is disneyland so i love disney and I, that's why i always wanted the, the biggest pass there's because i know for disney i was gonna go my friends and i we would go like two three times maybe four times a week sometimes um we would go all the time we would be there all the time and i'm trying to figure out with this new kind of virtual system and you know, with obviously the restriction of only being open to Californians, is there a limit on how many times you can like book a Disney day, right? Like, how does that work? I, that's what I want to know. Can like, can somebody who like, I'm not saying I would go all the time because I wouldn't go all the time. I really wouldn't. Um, but as, because there are, there are people who like consider like, they consider themselves like Disney people as and they have to be there every single day. And that is a, that's way too much for me. I love Disney, but I can, I can Disney somewhere else, right? I can go to downtown Disney. I can go to the Disney store if I need a Disney fix, or I can just stay at home and watch my YouTube videos because I, I film there sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like I get my Disney fix, my daily Disney fix, I guess, in different ways. So for those who feel like they have to be there every single day, can they actually do that and wouldn't that also kind of wouldn't that kind of also like put a put a put a dent in what they're trying to do which i feel like they're trying to kind of filter out people right because that with the past system and you be you being able to go whenever and every single day that you want to it does you're, you're a person and you take up space right and with things having like a max capacity of like 15 20 percent or whatever of what they would normally have you would still 
with the past system, you would still be taking up that space, right? Because I'm sure people would still go every day, even with the new guidelines. There are people who would still want to go every single day, right? Um, at least for a few hours, right? And so how do you deter those people from wanting to take up that space? Because if there's going to be a, a smaller capacity limit, you have to think about those people who are going to try to abuse that system. I, I mean, maybe abuse is not the right word, but but well, I mean, I guess it is because if they know that there's a new policy in place and they're still trying to, you know, put their needs before, you know, others, then I guess it is kind of abusing the system. So what do you do in that space? Like how how will they figure out, and not just Disney, I'm talking about pretty much anything park you can go to. How will people not be able to monopolize that for them for themselves because yeah it might be open to only californians right now but still there's a crap ton of californians who have like honestly almost everybody i know at some point has had a disneyland pass even people who don't like disneyland right so again when this reopens and people have been you know obviously people have been stuck inside and blah 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 and all these things like everyone's gonna want to get out right so most people are gonna want to make their way down to disneyland you know what I'm saying? So how are they going to maneuver this, right? Because I mean, I'm pretty sure they're gonna they're gonna reach capacity being with you know the new guidelines and stuff and how many people can be there and can't be there. I'm pretty sure they're going to reach capacity just with Californians wanting Californians wanting to go in there every day alone. I'm pretty sure they will. Not every day, but at least a lot of days, especially when the, the park first reopens. I'm sure they will. I'm 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 very certain of that. And then that question also gets asked again when they do start letting people from other states come back in. I can imagine that would be an even bigger problem. Even with increased capacity, it would still be a bigger problem, right? So how does how is that going to work? Like I know you have to plan. I guess they want you to plan ahead for these things. Um, like you know, pick your days or whatever. I I don't I honestly I'm not sure how this is working. I really haven't been too focused on that element of it. So I might and again I'm not trying to spread misinformation. These are all questions. None of none of what I'm saying is an absolute fact. Nothing. Uh, that you can do your your own research on. I just haven't. From what I've seen, I haven't seen anything that's answering these questions for me. That's why I'm asking these questions out there is what is what is the policy? What is going to happen? Because I'm really thinking about people, you know, that that, that one person who might want to go on a Tuesday, right? And they're like just a random Tuesday, right? Like it should be dead, random Tuesday, but then not factoring in, okay, well, COVID was, you know, is a thing and people, you know, Disney's just reopening. Like, you know, this, this could be even be a month down the line and, or two months, three months, whatever down the line. And this person wanted to go, right? And all of a sudden they go on there and that Tuesday's booked. Can't go because it's packed, right? It's it, There's no room. Okay, well then let's try for that Thursday. Can't, it's packed. You know what I mean? Like, what what do you do in that scenario and will there be people who are able to abuse the system and go every single day now if you want to go every single day i'm not saying that that's you're a bad person or whatever i'm saying that you know that that's your prerogative but during these times i don't think that should be a thing that they allow to happen only because again it's kind of about filtering people in and out right it's it's kind of about that and I don't like the idea of the kind of first come first serve basis thing. I, I I don't like that. I really don't like that. And I also don't like, because like I said, I, I feel like that's a way to manipulate the system and be like, well, I'm going to go every day. Like, I don't care what happens. I'm going every day. And 
I just, I imagine that would be hard, right? Like, like, again, if you're somebody who, you know, is from Sacramento or here, there in the third, and you just want to go to Disney for a couple of days, but you can't because there's so many people already trying to get in every single day, there might be a problem, right? You know, like when it was, you know, when it was open to everyone and there was no real restrictions, it was kind of a free for all. People who didn't want to come for a few hours who live locally could do that every single day if they wanted to. But now with that, with this new system in place, they can't just do that. But can they still um, book that day is my question. Can they still book every single day versus just going down there every single day, you know, trying to get in? Can they at least book it every single day? I hope that answer is no, because again, I, I still feel like if they're trying to filter people in and out, which I think is a good idea, you know, because you don't need it every day. You don't. And I, I'm not trying to, you know, cause problems or whatever, but it's true. You don't need anything except for like food, water, and air, right? Um, and God, I, I mean, that, that's me personally every day. But you don't need Disneyland every single day, right? So how do you filter those people out? Because that's always like, there's so many issues that have always been issues, right? There's always been like, everybody you talk to always has an issue with something. The lines are too long. And that's, again, everything. This is not just about Disney, but lines are too long. This, that, and the third being an issue, right? So how do you curb those issues? Because that's a new issue that will arise, right? If you're allowing certain people to come every single day, even during a pandemic where the numbers have to be decreased, then you're that's still a huge issue. And, you know, how do you solve that issue? Or do they, or is that issue going to be overlooked? I imagine it can't be overlooked at this point. I mean, if you're, if you're telling people that they can only come if they are from this one state, that's a big deal. It's, it's understandable, absolutely. And I get it, absolutely. And I approve of that, absolutely. But it's a big deal, right? So how do you then not address this issue of, okay, yeah, you're, you're from Cali, so you can come, but you can't come every single day because we do have to filter things in and out. Just like, does your, I guess uh, what I'm asking is, is, is there like a max limit? Is there um, a importance ratio? Like, okay, well you, you know, I, you know, they check the system, they can see, okay, this person, you know, electronically, obviously this person books this, this day, this day, they're trying to go every day. No, we can't. So we have to put them like, is there a tier? I guess I should say, like how COVID has tiers of when things can reopen. Is there a tier for, okay, you're, you're, um, a park availability per person. Like, okay, this person obviously is going a lot. So we need to kind of decrease their chances of getting, like put them on a waiting list, a hold list, I guess, for um, importance, if that makes sense. Because you're clearly going all this time. You are kind of, you know, blocking out space where other people could be utilizing that who don't go as often as you, right? So that person who wants to go on that random Tuesday who can't go because you're going every single day, including that Tuesday, maybe Disney can say, nope, we're going to hold you. And we're going to allow this person to go that Tuesday. You're going to have to figure out something else to do. I think that's a good idea uh, that people might be upset about with me for that. But again, with how everything is going, I ideally going every single day, day during this kind of an issue. No, like I, I no, I'm sorry. Cause it, it just, it's, that's chaotic to me. I don't know why. Again, I don't run a theme park. Can't tell you how to work a theme park, but that is 
chaotic to me the idea that because again there will like I know very many people who if they could be there every day they would be there every day people who were there every single day like they were there when I went on a random Tuesday they were there they were there when I went on a random Friday two weeks later they were there they were there every single day so my question is will these people be filtered out um until things go back to quote-unquote normal I would hope so um you know because obviously you lived with Disney you know, without Disney for an entire year, you can do it now. You know what I mean? Like we, we can, and maybe it'll give you a chance to find something new. I found so many hobbies during this downtime. And again, I'm not everybody. And I'm not trying to say that, you know, because I found this, you need to find this too. I do think everybody needs to have their outside hobbies of, of the things that they like, try something new, of course. But what I'm saying is, is like, you know, I just imagine this being a struggle. I just imagine this being a huge struggle at first and that's why i'm hoping that these guidelines have these um i'm hoping that there's like information i just haven't seen yet because i'm i'm still trying to figure out how this is going to work so i'm hoping that like i have asked a question hopefully somebody will get back to me on that because I'm, I'm very curious to see how this works i want to know for myself how this is going to work uh going forward i think this is a great company i think you know all these other theme parks are great too and i hope they have great things in place because i mean i think everybody should be able to go have a good time and enjoy themselves you know what i mean whether they have to plan it ahead of time or you know just show right up which obviously that's not a thing anymore and that makes a lot, I, i'm glad that that's not a thing anymore because that would be really hard to control that you know what i mean um but yeah, just, those are just my thoughts on it. Um, but there was one thing I did want to address. So apparently there's this thing where you can't scream in theme parks right now. And I'm not so sure why that's a thing. I'm not sure if they're going to allow you to have your mask off um, or why you can't scream in your mask. I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I generally don't scream on roller coasters because I don't really get on things that make me scream, if that makes sense. Um, I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with people screaming. I think that's totally normal. There isn't anything wrong with it. It's normal. But what a strange thing to have a policy. And that's not, again, that's not just Disney. That's like, that, that's apparently like the policy of theme parks right now. Um, and so it makes me wonder, are you not requiring people to wear masks when they're on their ride? Like, and that's the thing too that I have a question about is, you know, I feel like, never mind. I, certain things you don't need to speak into existence because I don't want to create even more issues. But there is a thought process of, Again, I'm not speaking on this. I'm just, I'm just not going to speak on it. I'm going to just let things unfold and see what happens. But um, my thing is, you know, with their mask on, why is it a problem to scream? I understand how spit works and spit particles work. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to figure out why the screaming thing isn't going to be allowed. Um, I just, I, I'm not sure. I, I really don't understand why that's, that's a thing. Again, maybe there's, you know what? Maybe there's things I'm not reading. And that's why I don't understand. I'm just, I'm looking at headlines. But even when I look at the headlines, I do go into the articles and I still feel like some of the articles I've read still don't do a good job of explaining the reason for things. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. But I think if I find out any of these answers, I will do a part two of this podcast. Um, but yeah, I, I just want to know, like for, for, for an average theme park goer like myself, I love theme parks. I've had the opportunity to work in theme parks. I enjoy it. I want to know. You know, I don't think any of these questions are, are are unnecessary questions. I don't think they're questions that are stupid questions. I think they're just questions that I think a lot of us are asking ourselves because there's no real answer. So with the whole non-screaming thing, um, 
I mean, I don't hate it. I, I just think it's strange. And I would like to, to have more answers as to why. And if it is, you know, related to skin particles flying, again, if you're wearing a mask, you know, I'm not sure how that's going to affect the person in front of you or behind you. I mean, I don't know. Again, I understand that it does travel. It, it obviously can travel back. I just, I don't know how this is working. I really don't know. But um, it's interesting. It's, it's really, it's an interesting topic of discussion of why no screening? Is there a point to the no screening? Um, what effect does it have on those, you know, around you? Um, uh, the the daily pass system thing, how that's going to work. Um, I really want to know. I really want, I, I have a lot of, of questions that I would like to ha- have answered. As someone who do, does hope to eventually someday in, in the near future, go back to Disneyland and ha- or anything park and have a good time. Also, another question I have before I end this is with having to make the reservations for the parks online, can you reserve two parks in one day? I know Florida is doing the whole one park per, per day thing, which I think is great because that as a vacationer, that's what I actually do. I don't do a lot of park hopping. I think I've done one day of park hopping and that was years ago. I don't normally park hop. I, I plan a day in that park. Now I understand the Disneyland California Adventure spending a whole day there, which I have done and it is doable and it is fun. Um, I understand there's a lot of people who are like, there's not much in California Adventure to do for an entire day. Um, I, I personally kind of disagree with that, but at the same time, I do see where you're coming from. It would be kind of stressful to, to, to think about like, okay, well, cause California Adventure just closed earlier. And then there's the also, there's a lot like Disneyland. I'm sorry. Disneyland has had decades. You know what I'm saying? Decades longer in existence than California Adventure to have those rides, to have the space, to have the entertainment, to have all these other things that keep you interested in staying the whole day. You can spend a whole day in Disneyland and never step foot in California Adventure and have still have a great day. And I would say the same about California Adventure too. I've definitely done that myself. However, I know that that's a small, that's a smaller pool, right? It is a smaller pool of people who would tell you that you can do both, right? Most people would say, no, I, I can do Disneyland in a whole day, that's fine, but I can't spend a whole day in DCA. So, but I mean, with with the, the, the Avengers Campus opening and having that, you know, that little, space to do more perhaps maybe you can but then there's also that argument of with with you know lines being shorter and with less capacity that it, it'll be harder to do i think possibly even disneyland in a whole day like you know what i mean like possibly what am i saying here like it it might be possible to run out of things to do even in disneyland i know shocker right because of how packed it normally is but it might be possible to run out of things to do in Disneyland in a whole day. Maybe a whole day is too much. Because I think that that might be for, for DCA, that might be an issue of a whole day is, is too much. There's there's too, not there's too many things, I'm, well, I'm not saying this right, that a whole, yeah, well, like a whole day in one park might be too much because there's so much, um, so little to do, I guess is what I'm saying. Like To me, there's not so little to do in DCA. There's a ton to do, but I, I can see people saying at this point, there's not enough to do for it to be for me to be here a whole day. But I suppose after that, you could be able to go to Downtown Disney, find more things to do. Downtown Disney, you could do for a couple of hours if you do it right. You know, sit there, have some scenery, go to Starbucks, you know, have a coffee outside, go to the Disney store out there. Like there are things you can do at the resort in a whole day if you can't go into Disneyland. It's finding those things to do, right? Like, you know, I mean, some people could say you could do California Adventure in a few hours, but if you were there for the whole day, 
you might want to space things out. You know what I mean? Go on a few rides a couple of times. And, and with lower crowd capacity, that might be might be doable. You can get on certain things. You, like for me, there were there were certain rides I could only get on one time a day because of how crowded they were. Uh, California, or California Screaming, now that it's, uh, it's uh, uh, the Incredicoaster, you know, that would be, that's a ride I would do once a day because there was no way that I could do it more than that because of how many, how many, uh, how big the line was and other things that I wanted to do in both Disneyland and in California Adventure. But now if I can only be in California Adventure that day, you know, I can do it several times. And even if you're able to do both parks in one day now, you still like, there's still a limited capacity, right? So I would imagine that I could still even do that more than once with the current capacity. If I had it both, you know, still had both parks in that day, I could still potentially do it in the morning and come back and do it in the evening because there's much there'll be much less people which means much less crowds so yeah i mean there's 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 a lot of again i, I have a lot of questions I, I don't want to confuse anybody but that's that's my whole thing is what is going to be the new policy how does it work if you do get a day ticket is it only for one one theme park per day there are passes like that i should say that there are passes you can get at certain places that are like that or some passes that might have you open to you can go into Disneyland one day and go into California the next. So, which again, I don't think these are bad things. I think that's a great idea because I think one, it doesn't necessarily decrease foot traffic completely because if both parks are at 25% per park, that's still a lot of bodies, right? That's still a lot of bodies on property. That's still a lot of, of people to interact with and to, you know, to get to shop and, and, and have experiences. So that's still a lot of people. I don't think that um, these day tickets are going to be for both parks in one day. I don't think so. Cause like I said, I, I know, I know Florida is doing the, the no park hopping thing. If I'm not mistaken, that's all they're operating off right now, which I think is genius. I personally do because when I go to Florida, I always try to go for like six, seven days. I'm not going for two, three days. No way. You, you can't get everything done. I have to eliminate one or two parks. I'm not doing that. I want to have all four parks and I want to be able to enjoy some parks more than others. So I take that six, seven day thing because I enjoy that, right? I want to have more than one day in Magic Kingdom because there's so much to see and do. And then I want to have more than one day in Epcot because there's so much to see and do. With Animal Kingdom and with with uh, uh, Hollywood Studios, I can do one day in those and just be fine and just be absolutely fine. Um, and I haven't gone during the pandemic, so I can't even imagine how much more chill it is. I've heard mixed reviews, but I've heard a lot of positivity saying I was able to get everything I wanted to get done in one day. And that's great. I've, I've heard there even like Flight of Passage, I'm hearing, has like a 50 minute wait, which 50 minutes might sound crazy to somebody, but I need you to understand when I went to go on Flight of Passage, that was like three, two, three hours of a wait. I will take that 50 minutes. Absolutely. I will take the 50 minutes, no problem no problem i'm even seeing i've even heard that like some rides are like 15 minutes long like the wait and i'm like what where how who like those are crazy weights those are great weights i love that like that number 15 is great to me that number five dude when i get on pirates of the caribbean sometimes and it's five minute wait i cry i'm just this is beautiful oh my god like because i know what it's like to have an hour to like hour and 15 minute wait for pirates sometimes sometimes things get really really busy right sometimes especially in the summer people want to go to theme parks and now that there's you know we're in a pandemic 
Of course, like, dude, people are booking my movie theater right now, like, like crazy. So of course people want to get out and do these things. And that's what I mean. I want to see how they, they, they put a cap on it. I'm very, very curious. And this is in no way to shade anybody to, 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 I hope nothing in this has been taken the wrong way. I hope nobody's offended by anything or feel like I'm coming for any of these companies. Absolutely not. I wouldn't do that. I want to know how they're going to operate in these times and what these things mean. Because these statements are very curious to me and I just want to know if they've been all the way thought through or what is it like, as someone who plans on going to the parks, I want to know what I'm going to experience and I want to know what I can and cannot do before I get there. You know what I'm saying? Instead of going down there thinking I know what's going on, finding out I don't know what's going on, and griping about it as we see so many people do, which is not okay. Um, you know, I want to have the best experience and I don't want to be a problem. That's what I'm saying. So I really want to figure out how this is going to go down. That's the end of this. Um, Disney, with your remaining Disney stores, do some Disney store commercials, man. Promote your Disney stores. I want to see some. Like, I really, now that I know there are not that many in existence, I want to see a Disney store commercial. Like, promote that mess, dude. They're your stores. Promote that crap. I want to see it. I love Disney stores. I really do. Like I said, it's, it's a taste of something Disney when you can't be at Disney. So, I really think that they should invest more in their Disney stores. Do some more commercial work there. Do more advertisements and post them on, on, on TV, right? Um, especially with a lot of malls going under or a lot of malls not getting that foot traffic. If there were more commercials, they probably would. You know, growing up, uh, there were tons of commercials for my malls growing up, like tons of mall commercials growing up. You know what I mean? A lot of movies are filmed in malls. So yeah, like definitely do that. Definitely have that engagement um, where I think you'll see more profit. And not even just Disney Store, many other stores too do these commercials, show malls more. Every time I see a mall in a movie, I want to go to a mall. Every time, seriously, every time I see a mall in a movie or a TV show, it makes me want to go to the mall. I'm like, I want to go shopping. Let's go to the mall. Like that's, that's honestly me and my friends, like that's one thing that we still do to meet up sometimes. You know, when we can't go to Disney, we can't go here, there, and the third, we meet up at malls. When I have conversation, when I meet like sometimes up for dates or whatever, I'll go to the mall. Like, hey, let's go grab a cup of coffee at the mall. I have a nice outside mall by my house. Like these are things you could do. So yeah, definitely build up your malls, Disney. Definitely do commercials for your malls, for your Disney stores. I think that would be really important. I think that would get a lot of people into the Disney store, remind them, oh yeah, my Disney store is still open. I'm lucky. Let me go over here and let's take my kids or let me just go for old time's sake and, and see what, what's in there. Like definitely promote your malls for sure. And even your online shopping too. Like I want to see more commercials for these things. Make it happen, Disney. Make it happen. All right. That's the end of this. I'll see you guys next time. Have a great day. Peace.